Hey guys, it's Sean. Just a quick note before we get started uh, that I goofed up and the podcast that I mentioned in the big idea from pop culture is called Reign of Error, not Reign of Terror. Thanks. Hey there, Sean. Hey Pierce, how's it going? It's pretty okay. All right, that means it's time for another episode of the It's Pretty Okay podcast. Let's do it. Let's start the show. We always started by telling all our best stories first. So now that it's been a while, I'll get around telling you all my words. Just so you know. All right. We, as always, are coming to you as as four four men recording from four different loc. Wait, hang on, that's not right. Something about that's off, huh? It, it is off because I I traveled thousands of miles to record with Max in person. Hey, <laughs> that's exciting. Uh, and I know I know Max, you frequently travel thousands of miles to then still not record with us. But at least <laughs> this week I came to to uh um. This is so weird. Um, but uh, you know, I think uh, it, it is it is nice to record in in person, and I got to bring out my splitter, which hasn't been used in years and years since we used to frequently record together. We were only in like three different locations. Yeah, the splitter's out. Now I I know what a splitter is, mm-hmm. but I would guess that there are probably a there's probably a listener or two which I guess is like 10 to 15% of the audience <laughs> of the podcast. Yeah. yeah. Uh, for for which uh, a splitter just kind of sounds like a, a obscure piece of gym equipment. And, yeah. and that, that sort of segues us in, into what we wanted to talk about today, uh, which is what's going on with gym memberships? Yeah, I actually, I have a uh, class pass membership, so it kind of gives me the ability to go to a bunch of different gyms and try them out, uh, paying for a membership to that kind of service. But when I was living in Boston, I did tr- do a three-day free trial of a fancy gym there that I'd rather not name. Um, starts with an E and it ends with Quinox. Um <laughs> And it's it's a, it was a fascinating place. I mean, I like it, it. It didn't really feel like a gym, from what I think of as a gym. It felt more like a social club slash like bar that you need a membership to get into. <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's what I think. What's interesting about that is the class pass, as I understand it, you almost have like the cable television for tv like you get you get access to all the all the channels um and you can only watch so much but like they're all getting a little bit of your money whereas whereas like those other places where it's all in and i don't think we just see this in in gyms which i'm sure we'll get to but it's like no we want you to spend all of your free time at this place and like oh have dinner here have a drink meet your friends do work take a shower and it's just a far cry away from like uh you know how traditionally i think we think of gyms which is like you go there you do what you need to do and then you leave except for you know maybe there are the people that seem to spend all day there but like 
don't know how to explain it other than like they want to be gym people, but that's not what's going on with these, these fancy places. It's like, no, you know, you're just, you're, you're not being a gym person as much as you are being a person that spends all their time at this lifestyle place. Well, one question I, I guess I have is so with this class pass, you're, you're mentioning you're going to different gyms. And so each of these gyms is like presumably a gym that only has like one type of group exercise that they do. Is that correct? Like this is a kickboxing gym and this is a whatever gym. Or um, are these gyms like multi-purpose and you're just going to a specific class? There's both. Um, they are all, this obviously class pass is only for classes. So you they're not trying to get you to come and spend your whole day at the gym because you're signing up for a specific class. Uh, we go to some, like I go to some that are yoga studios or boxing gyms, but then there's others that are more just a generic gym that'll do different types of classes all within the same gym. Hmm. So it kind of has both. Yeah. Right. But the the equinoxes or the i guess the other gyms those are probably the ones that are more trying to get you to spend all of your time there where i guess class pass is just trying to i don't know get you to be constantly using it so you i don't know because you get the 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 freeness of it yeah i feel like there it's like there's there's a middle middle person who is trying to encourage the relationship both ways it's like you know, we're helping you find different things you want to do. We're helping these these gyms get people in the door, and then whatever the margin is, we are we are profiting. So, I mean, they they serve a purpose too, and they want you to get the membership through them as opposed to the others. But in theory, at least that they're, you know, they are in some way supporting other businesses by maybe getting getting them out there more. Maybe you're then encouraged to just get a membership with the kickboxing gym that you really liked, but. Um, that is very different than like the consolidation, which the whole idea is not just the gym business, but the other businesses that you might spend your money in. We don't want you to to do that. And um, you know, Sean, I think you noted that. Uh, I feel like Peloton has had a lot of ups and downs over the last couple of years, but it's you know when we think of oh, you're competing with other gyms, but it's not. That is not who the competition for these companies is. Right. Well, in some ways, every every sort of activity that could possibly take up your time, the, the marketing executives at the company that administer that activity have decided that they are in active competition with all other time-taking activities in the world. Uh, in a way that I personally find really stupid. Um, but the, the model that I keep thinking of when I think about these, like these fancy places like equinoxes of the world that are doing this, you know, they're on this quest to have you spend more and more of your time there and do more and more different things there. Like in some ways, like this seems to me to be kind of a, a new generation replacement for country clubs. Mm. Um, you know, useful because you can put them in big bustling urban, you know, right in the middle of a big bustling city because you don't need the kind of real estate, uh, that, that you would have in order to, to build one of these things around say golf. 
Um, (laughs) But instead, you build it around this idea of like holistic wellness or whatever the fuck they call it. Make yourself um, a gift to the world. That's their Jesus slogan. Christ. Oh, really? Yeah. Jesus God. <laughs> um, okay. It's uh, so bad. Well, all right. Uh, I have to now. Now I have to Admittedly, go on living never, in a world I've never where I know of, that. I've never had a better idea than than that. Like to have that as a tagline. It, it's like some people really buy into that, and and so they're onto something. And if you buy into that idea, you might as well buy it whole. But I like Hashtag the idea. Hashtag rise and grind. Um, yeah, so I fall, I think, at a different end of the spectrum than all of the other things we've described so far, which is that I, I like, I want to have a place where when I want to, you know, I'm feeling motivated and I want to go exercise, like, I can go do that and then maybe take a shower and put on clean clothes, like keep my stuff in a locker for a little while while I'm there and then go home. And that is absolutely the full extent of contact and sort of immersion that I want to have with a fitness facility. And so like, I actually just signed up for a membership, uh, maybe two weeks ago tops at a, there's like a crunch fitness a few blocks away and and even that was in part like the timing was <laughs> was driven slightly by the fact that uh there was like a bathroom drain situation that needed yeah. professional resolution and so that was like the only place that i could take a viable shower for a little bit um but but like I, the thought to me and, and the, for me the person um uh, of paying very large sums of money for something like SoulCycle or Equinox or signing up for like the Orange Theory cult or whatever. Um, that just like that drives me up the wall. And so like if you can get me in and out the door for 20 bucks a month, that sounds awesome. Yeah. yeah well, I, I think right. that ultimately all these places are they have the same goal of they want to convince you that your monthly price is like worth paying and like in some sense i feel like like with equinox or with with all of them like if you pay but don't come as long as you don't drop it then that's like the better for them uh i guess that's definitely the best thing for them yeah but like with equinox i guess because the price is so high they really have to and like with country clubs it's really about the 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 feeling of status that might come along with it and so that's why equinox has to provide these these other things so that you yeah to justify the price in your life i mean equinox had just one more like they had a lot of crazy stuff we could talk just about what they had in my three days of of free visit because i i I also took a lot of free stuff from them (laughs) like combs and razors and all the stuff in the bathroom (laughs) it was nice stuff but uh, they actually have a, a VIP membership. So the regular membership is already at least somewhere 180 to two something a month, I think. And then they had a VIP membership where you get access to a, a special private locker room. And so that's when you think about this, like when you think about like the status and what, what you're looking for when you, when you go there, like that to me says it all is like, why we do, why do you need a private locker room for the people that are, that you, they're all just spending more money 
I, like i don't know it was wild to me well so I, yeah it's not even like the like crunch and the planet fitnesses of the world they have like premium tier or whatever but it's like it's things like unlocking portability to go to all of the other locations instead of being able to be instead of being locked into one branch but there it's also like some of it is tacky shit like tanning beds yeah uh, yeah it will really stupid but it's more arguably it's more of an actual value add at least on paper than there's a different locker room that you get to I go mean, into right? i mean i never went into the locker room the private one so i don't know what was in there you know i don't know <laughs> it's so, a literal rainforest he, the thing the thing that you're you're describing i think sean versus what you know max you saw and like where you have to pay a lot of money for it or even a country club to to an extent though we i think view country clubs differently because they have this connotation and and just what they are um when you're paying a lot of money like even if that's not an amount of money that matters to you part of getting the membership at these places is it has become a social space like i think your time at the gym sean and and mine is like a social i don't want to talk to anybody don't talk Good to me. Good God, no. As and, solitary as humanly possible. Please and thank you. And and so they're making these places into like, it becomes a status thing. It's But it's also social. You could meet with people. And um, with Orange Theory, plenty of people, it's like, oh, we're going, we're, we go to the class at seven on Mondays. Maybe we can meet up before or after and things like that. Um, now, of course, you know, Kevin, you and I have played basketball together before and you continue to have your group that you play basketball with. But I think, we talked about it recently separately it's like you know you can be friendly with people there but it's like because you were playing a team sport uh you know necessarily you have to be some level of social but it's not like it's very practical as opposed to like no i'm going to broaden this into something much larger than just going to the gym and you know other people will be there yeah, well, for me, it's that's almost all the only social ex, uh, social experience I get during the week. So even though I don't really have any aims of being like friends outside of the basketball court with those people, it's it is nice to have that group uh, to go to. But I, I'm in particular uh, need of of that. So um, I'm I, I look forward to it a bit more than I did with my previous basketball group. I think. Yeah. Yeah, and I should be clear. Like, I, I am not suggesting that that my very Ron Swanson esque <laughs> approach is like better than anyone else's or right. It's just it's right for me. Like, the if you are a person where where that communal aspect and like you know having a, a dedicated group that you go do the same thing with on a regularly scheduled basis, like if that's the thing that gets you to do that like you know fitness activity more often and enjoy doing it like that's the right thing for you mm -hmm. like, I, I, i'm i call it a cult because it it seems kind of silly but like that's uh, who cares that to each their own like if 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 it's what oh, you yeah. like then that's right for you and i have no standing to say that it's not yeah i mean it does this this idea of of like if if what encourages you to engage is other people that you can commune with and stuff that is good but it it does i mean that's what leads to 
hey, what if we what if we shared all of the news in an RSS feed, but then you could also comment on that? What would we call it? And it's like, well, then we've invented social media. And like this has positives, but then it's all it, but then all of a sudden it's like be it your blue check or your Equinox VIP membership. It's like, well, I'm doing the same thing you're doing, but what I'm doing because I've because I've added a little bit more, I am better than you at this thing. Well, no, what you've invented is blogs. Yes. But then over time, when the focus becomes more on the commenting than on the stuff you're getting from the RSS feed, then it's yeah. social media. Yeah. And and I think that it's you have, but but yeah, you definitely have to have the social aspect to make it, you know, to convince people that hey, you know, you just should just spend all your time here. Like why why eat at home when you can have, you know, a kale smoothie thing here? And um, you know, why why e- even the shower thing is like oh, we have a really nice shower. Spend some extra time here before you go to the office. And it's it's so it's interesting because I I get it like you know t- time very much is money. I guess I'm waiting for for like the uh you know the uh disruption of time. I don't know. You're like that's ridiculous. That'll never happen. I'm like someone is thinking of it cuz that's like the final frontier. It's like how do we spend how do you spend 12 hours in Equinox and 12 Wait, hours hang on. I'm in sorry. Working? Do you think people have not already tried to disrupt time? Well, have you I, never I mean, heard of the Uberman sleep cycle? Pierce, you listened to the shutdown full cast. You oh, certainly yes, heard yes. the episode where they made great reference to the guy who said, every day for me is four different, it's three different six hour days. And then I sleep for six hours. That's how I kill the competition. Like people have been trying to hack time long before the concept of like hashtag rise and grind existed. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking of actually creating, I mean, that that person thinks they've created more hours in the day but like yeah thinking that you can create more hours in the day and i understand some people listen to podcasts at uh, you know unrecognizable 2.5x speed yeah. oh god um well so it's interesting with with class pass because from from a gym perspective like they're basically giving you you know picture a flight where each beer is from a different brewery and all the breweries want you to just drink their beer so there is a situation where i'm like one of the gym owners asked us like, Hey, do you guys use the other gyms in class pass? Cause if not, like you could just get a membership to my gym. And I was like, Oh, that's uncomfortable. <laughs> like, <laughs> I really like the kind of access, limited access to different places mentality. But I understand that like, they're still trying to most of these gyms, if not all of them would probably rather you just joined them exclusively oh, for because sure, I'm right. sure they would make right. a lot more money if we paid their monthly membership rate rather than the through class pass getting access to classes. Right. It's like with streaming services, it'd be, it'd be like if there was a streaming service that gave you access to all the streaming services for one show. Yeah. But, but the gyms are choosing to participate. So right. Whereas with the streaming platforms, they're like, if we can just get one, like we just need one reason for you to keep your subscription to Apple TV and we don't really, I mean, I guess they kind of, they care for future stats and stuff, but yeah, ultimately well, they just need to have that one hook. Yeah, and and I in listening to discussions about the current writer strike, and I haven't gotten any updates the last few days, but like you know, on demand exi- there was an on demand button on your your 
TV before Netflix as a streaming thing existed. But like we created this thing. It's like, no, no, ignore that. I have a service that's just that. And it's like, well, this thing was already there. The gym is already there. Um, you know, all these things are, are already there. But like, yeah, it's the, you know, you are doing something that in theory introduces you to a lot of different things. Um, but in practice is, is really just the same as you always were. So that person being like, Hey, if you just come here, why don't you just come here? And it's like, no, 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 no. I like this. I like this newfangled thing. It, it's, it's, you know, it gives me in theory, this flexibility that, that I yeah. want. Well, I mean, ironically, like you're saying that it is in practice. Like I, I do a boxing class at least once a week. I, I own boxing gloves. I wouldn't own boxing gloves if I didn't have access to that. But in bigger cities in Boston, the gyms that I went to had all of those things right. available in one place. So I think that's also part of it, too, is that it's, it's very beneficial for me because the, the boxing gym I go to, to Kevin's point, is just a boxing gym. I don't want to only box as like my exercise. I like that I can also go to spin classes at another gym. I can go to lifting classes at a third gym. I can go to yoga classes at a fourth studio slash place. And none of those places offer those other things. So I think it's great for me, but Equinox offered all of those things. Equinox in Boston had a lovely yoga studio. I think you had to pay extra to the yoga access. <laughs> does Ben have a gym? I'm just curious, does Ben have a gym that has like all of these things or is Ben just an area where you kind of are forced into this situation? Yeah, it's called a mountain. <laughs> there's a few, there are a few gyms here. I mean, there's a Planet Fitness, but I don't, they don't really offer classes as far as I know. And I don't think they do like boxing oh, and really. yoga. There is at least one or two, like there's like the Bend Athletic Club that is kind of trying to do that. And I think they have classes and they kind of have all that. They have tennis and pools. Um, but it it just wasn't, it was like on the pricing level of Equinox, but just not nice. It wasn't quite that much. I think it was 180 for two people's memberships. So like for a couple. So that's, I guess, half of Equinox. I guess it's not even close to Equinox, but still like a lot of money for, for a gym. Yeah. Um, and it just, but it also, that gym is also, it just felt like, it felt like someone took an old school from like the 80s and just like turned the whole school into a weird gym. Yeah, I think with some of this um, stuff too is I see how expensive it is and I'm like, I just don't, I don't know where it comes from. Consume, you know, presumably like the gyms have a lot of people and they're, you know, out of scale and that's a lot of money, but then it's the whole, are you paying a yearly rate or are you paying each month? Um, and I don't know, we, we haven't touched on this, but the idea of say a coffee shop that transitions to a bar and also serves food and does all of these things they want you to be there when that, that is something that I understood a lot more why, why you would do that because you need, you know, you need to keep the lights on. And I mean, we, we well know how much food prices and inflation there have gone up. So I'm like, okay, I get why the coffee is $3 and I get why you do want to sell, you know, bagels and stuff like that so that you can, cause you don't, the margin on coffee might not be that great or whatever. Um, it's, so it's just harder for me to understand when you throw out a number like $180 a month for a gym, I'm like, that's crazy. But then again, I know, I have no awareness of, of like, well, actually if, if the towels do smell like they've been washed recently, that is something that is worth paying a lot for. And I, I think it's, it's easy to be like, the, make the cult comments but you know maybe it's just me not looking for the same type of experience 
well i'm sure the with equinox with that pricing part of it is the the status that comes with it or whatever you know if you have the ability to pay with pay for equinox then you're only going to be around people that also have the ability and want to go to equinox mm-hmm. so it's not even just paying for them to keep the lights on but they're also probably have less members than they otherwise would have and 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 that is because you know equinox wants to market itself as a luxury good and what is a luxury good something where exclusion is a good thing yeah anybody can get i mean you know gold's gym planet fitness those those types of things la fitness where i go which is i mean still not expensive it's like they're uh, you know, it's kind of like if you if you have a home improvement, you have to do it. You go, oh wow, sinks are so expensive, and it'll be like the baseline Home Depot sink, and you have to remind yourself that like, no, I'm going to use this sink like a hundred thousand times. Well, also like the sink is more or less the same price everywhere because everybody who owns a home, which is a lot of people, needs, will, needs several needs a, sinks. Yeah, but you don't. And so, like, similarly, because Gold's Gym is not a luxury good, it is... And if you're like, whoa, it's $45, it's like, well, maybe going to a gym is not for you if you balk at that, because that is not the luxury one. The luxury one is, you know, um, what Max is discussing. Yeah. If the the four of us could just, like, walk in and buy Louis Vuitton bags and stuff, the people that make a big show of buying Louis Vuitton bags would not be buying Louis Vuitton bags. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the irony of those things too. And people don't have multiple gym memberships, but when someone has just one luxury, I think they do because of these specialized places. Oh, oh, yeah. But no, yeah, I think so too. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking Equinox. It's like all in, but yeah, it's the irony of luxury too, is that if you just have one luxury item, then it stands out as opposed to if you're living the luxurious lifestyle, you have five of those bags and you rotate them and you almost like don't make a big deal of it. Whereas if like you have one luxury good, it's like you covet that and everything else. And so like if you are, that's the weird status thing. It's like if you have the Equinox membership, I would imagine, and you're like, oh, I must spend six hours there a day. It's like, oh, yeah, you're not you're not used to the luxury mindset in some way. This has turned into the old money versus new money episode. <laughs> yeah, I, I realize that that's what it is. It's like, oh yeah, you're just it's it's new money. But I, I don't know. I mean, if that's yeah, if that's the, the evolution of country clubs, I think that was a great way of. Yeah, I think that that's that's absolutely yeah. absolutely what it is. Because yeah. you've so this is what this is really about is like why does the coffee shop also serve food, also become drinks? It's like because the country club needs to be replaced. Um, and that could be a function of, I know the suburbs are having a, a comeback, but a lot of you know young people now, I think, want to live in cities for a little bit longer than they have in the past, like maybe into their later 30s, and maybe you're having children later. And you know the country club is a suburban thing. And if you're spending time in a city, also, like, it really, because all the boomers are still alive, there are limits to how many people can be at a country club. So we have to create the new country clubs, and you have to spend all your time there. Um, so you have Equinox, and you're, you know, you've got 
your last drink of the night is is at the same place that your first drink of the morning will be one is alcohol and one is coffee hey yep yeah you could uh you could pay a you know a four figure initiate four or five figure initiation fee at a country club back in a time when you could get a house for a nickel oh man country uh, uh if you're those like those like close to or in the city country club fees like it is actually like with the the washington uh football teams uh waitlist and stuff it's like oh the waitlist is very long and then if you get it it's extremely expensive it's like yes. welcome drop six figures to come here maybe twice a week just final thought um that the biggest perk of having a partner who decides they never want to be done with school is uh, having access to a student spouse gym which is free which is you know which is obviously nice considering what we've been talking about. But the other thing is that towny summer is now completely underway. So there is hey. no one there and it is the greatest, it is the greatest building on earth with no I, college students there. So I may spend my whole day there. If I, can. <laughs> I did at one point when I lived in Charlottesville, have an alumni membership to the, uh, to the AFC and the summer was chef's kiss for, yeah. for going to the gym for that exact reason. So I can, I can get behind that for sure. Um, all right, let's move on to Pierce is sorry. What are you apologizing for today? Um, so I was just in Portland and I was staying at a hotel and in the Pacific Northwest, um, you, you don't even have to be in a room stories above the, the, uh, the road to see mountains. And it's been a while since I've been around mountains. And even when I was before that, um, there aren't a lot of named mountains. I know in Virginia there are named mountains, but it's it's very different here. It's like, no, this is tall and we're giving it a fun name and it has snow on it. So that's not something I'm used to. So I'm in my hotel room and I get very excited. And I think I, I may have texted you a picture, but I definitely told people, I'm like, oh, I can see Mount Hood from my hotel room. And I was like very excited about it. So um, I, I guess I'm apologizing to the people of, of Oregon because I came to their their fine city and was bragging about like the the view from my hotel room and so as I'm doing this I'm going to show Max a picture of the the mountain I could see Max what you may not know what mountain that is but I believe what, that's Mount actually no I don't know which mountain is that not it, I think that's Mount Adams Okay, so I saw a mountain that is 100% not Mount Hood because Mount Certainly Hood, not. <laughs> it looks very, very special. So I, classic East Coaster, went and was like, oh, I got this great view from my hotel room. And I didn't even know what I was looking at. So that's like, that's ignorance on display. And uh, I, I suggest if you're going to brag about something, know what you're bragging about. <laughs> but then what's the point of bragging, really? Yeah, I should say Mount Rainier. That would have been bad. Oh yeah. Well, I, for for is that while, Denali, I think I I think it's Mount St. Helens actually. That yeah. See, I still don't know. I think it's this Adams, is, but I'm not sure. See, it's like bragging. You still haven't cleared it up. No, I I looked on a map and I was like, I think this is St. Helens, but Mount St. Helens has a big divot in in the top of it for for very famous reasons. <laughs> um, but as far on the map, I think that's where it was. But. So I goofed. 
fantastic. Um, all right. Uh, it is time for a big idea from pop culture. And I've got two things uh, that I have not had a chance to get into yet, but that I am very excited about. Um, one is a podcast, a, a mini series called Reign of Terror about uh, the uh, we, we mentioned Dan Snyder earlier uh, about the the time and tenure of uh, one of the other worst owners in American professional sports, uh, one James Dolan of the New York oh. Knicks. Uh, and the other is a book uh, called The Last Honest Man, uh, which I heard about on an episode of Fresh Air, uh, where this the author, a guy named James Risen, who writes about national security for The Intercept um, and is actually like my my hook in was that he is like a guest lecturer at Maryland's journalism school this year. Um, but it's a book about the former Democratic senator from Idaho, which is a wild thing to say, uh, Frank Church, who is essentially the reason that Congress has oversight powers over the intelligence agencies. Um, he held a series of highly, uh, highly publicized hearings about things like the CIA's uh, assassination plots in foreign countries and like how, uh, how the mafia got involved with the CIA and John F. Kennedy plotting to assassinate Fidel Castro. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, J Edgar Hoover and the Cointel pro stuff, uh, like the, you know, the covert plots to try to subvert, um, Martin Luther King and other civil rights leaders. So I'm, I'm like that one came today and I'm, I'm pretty stoked to tear into it soon. Um, so. That actually tracks for Idaho, like not trusting the government, but <laughs> they, does, I feel like, doesn't it? but it's like the other, it, it, it's like, if you get to a certain point in the political spectrum, it's, it's actually, uh, it, it's actually a circle. Like you've just kind of come back around and you've met. <laughs> uh, all right. Now that we've done that, let's wrap up with a trivia question. Max, what do you have for us today? Let's do it. Pierce, no cheating. Um, all right, we got a question about music today, specifically albums, music albums. Uh, so this is a question that's hopefully someone knows it, but we'll see. Um, I was looking up the uh, best-selling albums of all time. Uh, and so I am curious if you can tell me uh, the second best-selling album of all, all time sold approximately 50 million copies and that was acdc's back in black in 1980 wow and i want you okay. to tell me the topping the list with approximately 70 million copies can you tell me uh what musical artist holds that uh best-selling album of all time and then for a bonus point what album is it okay i have my guess already yeah, I also I also have my guess. All right. <sighs> Michael Jackson Thriller. Michael Jackson Thriller. Michael Jackson Thriller. All right. 
You are all correct. Yeah. <laughs> uh, can anyone tell me what year Thriller was released? Oh. 80. Oh, fuck. It's either 82 or 83. I'll claim 82. I'll just say 84 because I, I don't. I don't 83. All right. Sean, you, Sean you got the sweep. It was 1982. <laughs> Hell Michael yes. Jackson's Thriller. It's the best selling album of all time with over 70 million copies. I feel like this is this is the good thing. It's where you keep adding a question just to make sure that like <laughs> some of us feel like we failed. Yeah, I need to. You, know, <laughs> you can't all get it right. There's no participation trophy. Mama say, yeah. Mama saw, nice Mama kusa. There you go. Will that record ever be broken? Considering we don't really buy albums. Uh, I mean, the- I think if it was going to be broken, people would be like, "Well, it doesn't count because it was streamers." It's like, all right, uh, yeah. Based on the list, uh. What would have been fun is what's what's the first album on the list that was released after the year 2000? And I am American I, I found it. <laughs> and it, the, the first one on the list was released in 2011. Okay, 2011. And it was sold 31 million copies. Is it a Taylor Swift album? It is not. 2011. <sighs> Is it? Is it Adele? Yeah. So wow. it's either it's either it's twenty one. Yep. Oh, okay, twenty one makes it's sense. I was thinking it would have been nineteen. Yeah. 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 You got it. You got it. I mean, so that's... will seventy million ever be broken? I I, it's, I don't know. It's only the a way question we currently of, buy music. I don't think so. It's only a question of how many more times they will change the formulas to like yeah. give credit for an album sale to different things yeah. there you go alright uh, that's the end of the show you can find us at our home on the web www.prettyokpod.com or you can subscribe to the show feed on your podcast app of choice we'll be back next week to talk about something else until then I'm Sean I'm Pierce I'm Max I'm Kevin thanks for listening bye Deserve.